0: because it's always happening you know, most of us haven't been in an anti gravity chamber so we can't have we don't have a sense of what it would be like to be free from gravity so we live in this state this constant state seemingly that its influence is very great but it's never noticed there's no big papers on you know there's no like uh, you know, the effects of gravity psychiatrists or therapists. You know, oh, I'm, I got to see my gravitational therapist today. I got really got a drag with this gravity affecting me. I can't fucking go up the hills I used to go. <clears throat> you know, I can't even get on my pants again to get the gravity pulled down. So, but you know, no, there's, no, there's no like businesses based on it. Yeah. It can't be used much, so it's not noticed. But its influence is quite great. And usually, when you notice its influence, when you do something that initiates a, a, a larger contrast of effect, like going up a steep hill, you'll blame it on the hill. You won't notice that it's gravity. Yeah, You just went upstream against gravity, you're going to feel this pressure. But it's not the hill. If you're on a moon, you'd be leaping over those hills, Yeah, because there's not much as much gravity. Yeah, so your whole experience overall sense of being you and being the you that acts and does this (coughs) would be changed just by that one influence taken away and conversely then because it's on you we're incredibly influenced by it as a body experience yet we don't notice it much at all but if you do go into an anti-gravity chamber and you float Mm -hmm. around oh what you feel is you're relieved of the effects of gravity yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately the anti gravity chamber is just a chamber. When you leave it, you're back under the effects of gravity again. And maybe you'll notice them for a day or two, but you'll probably get back into step and just oh, this is just the way it is. Yep. A lot of times people get a hit on this message <clears throat> and they're freed from that gravitational pull of selfing. They have an experience or an event that they're free. It's not the freedom, because the freedom is that it never happened. But there's an event that they're free, and so they maybe for a week or two they're feeling really good, but then the old gravitational pulls start affecting them again. And the way the mental state, the only way it can interpret it is in a very failed way, and it's so interpreted that I did something to lose it, you know. I was in it, I was in that state, and therefore I didn't do enough to stay there, or I did something else that that exiled me from it. So again you become the relevant player when you really have nothing to do with it. Yeah. You just sort of you had you had a you had the relief from the gravity. Yeah. You thought that it's it something to do with you, but you left the gravity chamber and now the gravity's anti gravity chamber's effects aren't available and the you becomes dominant once again. Yeah. Yet what we want is we want to have the experience of the anti-gravity chamber, but as the you. Yeah. We don't. We don't. We wanna. We want to still be the gravitational pull of selfing, so to speak, or that that very influential mental dynamic called selfing. We'd like to get relief from it, but we want to get relief from it as it. Yeah. So we want to have like constant anti-gravity chambers or anti-self chambers. So that the self can go in, but leave and have an experience, oh, I was free from me, and da, 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 but only to be bound, to be free, to be bound, free, bound, free, bound, free. Mm-hmm. It's insanity to me, but whatever, you know. So here, there's like an old Zen thing called Faith Mind. I really like, if you ever get a chance to see it, just look up Faith Mind, it's on the internet. It's like a five-page dissertation or just <clears throat> like a couple of stiff stanzas. And his basic take is, he says, you know, the great way is perfect and clear. I'm paraphrasing. But then he always, uh, he always comes up with next, but if you have opinions, you won't see it. Yep. So this is one of the rubs in, in this, this message, is from the solutions point of view, there is no problem. But from the problem's point of view, there is a problem, yeah? And we're looking for a solution. If you find the quote-unquote solution, it informs you there was no problem. Yeah? All right. So so when I'm here and I'm in this world of gravitation and I'm doing this and that and I'm getting seemingly occupied by viruses and everything and things happen to me that I don't want to happen to me, like a lot. So your powerlessness is constantly being exhibited. <clears throat> that you really don't have any say, like it's a crapshoot here basically, you know. You could be like how would use and still get a virus, you know, you can wear Kleenex boxes and this and that if you had enough money. You live in a you know, you could try to live in an anti gravity chamber, but you'd be living it <clears throat> as that which is that which is drawn or actually produces the gravity, which is the selfie. Yeah. So so if you hear this message, yes, you know, stop searching for the truth, just don't just stop cherishing your opinions. So it shows you that in that in this equation, the truth isn't more powerful than the opinions here. That opinions can block you off from the truth here in this dream world. In the seeming reality, the seeming reality overrides the reality in the seeming reality, in the in the reality that's appearing to be true or false to me, that reality is, is overriding the reality. So he would always say the stanza and say, oh, everything is just Everything is great, but if your mind's doing this or that, it's not. You're not going to get it. You're not going to see it. And he does it like five pages of it. And then finally he just says, hey, just yell out, not to, not to, you know. <laughs> just give up the freaking ghost. <coughs> and then things, and then, and you know, and then... She, Basically, chill out, and everything will be seen clearly, but not by you, yeah, because the you represents a process that isn't about seeing clearly. It's be, it's about looking in a very strange way called self-centeredly, yeah. It's always looking or receiving everything that comes towards it as the one who's receiving it, yeah. So when it hears a message, it can't get that it's the message. Yeah, So it hears a message. It hears a message, but it can't get that it is the message because it's gotten itself to be something else already, seemingly. So like when the sheep hears the message of being a lion, it can't help but translate it into, I can become like a lion because there's a very big elephant in the room which is identification as what you're not. Identified as what you're not. (coughs) is what's cherishing opinions, is what's uh, seeking the truth, is what's seemingly... All its activities and all of its assumptions are what's overriding the reality here, which in the fact from the solution is an impossibility, but in the dream it can seem to be so for 80 years. You can seem to walk around and not run into everywhere here. You can seem to be... Right in the midst of that space, and not be able to entertain it. Yeah, it's so insane. But the whole—it is insane, truly, and it can't possibly have ever happened. That's the solution. Yeah. So all the shenanigans that it's up to, all of its pontifications and saying this happened to me, and therefore I'm this or whatever—it's all huffing and puffing. But all the houses it's trying to blow down are only seeming houses. They're all—it's all—it's all defined by a time. There's no reality in time, us other than timelessness. That's the only reality there is in time—is timelessness. There's no reality in all these somethings except nothing. That's the reality. Yeah. <clears throat> so you hear the message, and hopefully, not alone, not not just hear the message by. Well, the hearing the message may trigger a little bit of shift, like a recalibration where your head will move a little bit out of the reference point of being a self. yeah. And all, then uh, immediately you start seeing from what you are hoping to be looking from someday. You start seeing from not an experience that you are having, but you start seeing from the absence of you, in a way. Yeah. It moves. It could just doesn't even have to be much. It's just, it's recalibrated and everything is seen differently. Yeah. Just a simple, simple recalibration. And if you hear the message, the message's point is not to stud, be studied, it's to be heard. Yeah. It's a hearing. And then the mind gets it and the mind will make it up, make up what it wants out of it. It can make it to be everything in a split second or it may want to play it out in time where the sense of freedom from self will seem to be growing, you know? Deepening. All these senses. It's like the artist may use a brush and paint very slowly or just be a big flash of paint immediately. It has nothing to do with any reality and it is whatever mind wants. So I believe, I have faith in mind, I have so much faith in mind that I'm not going to give you anything to do. Yeah. I have so much faith in you that I'm not going to give you any freaking thing to do. Just going to do what was done for me. Offer the possibility and see where it goes. Yeah. And if it doesn't seem to be happening, maybe yes, who doesn't it seem to be happening to. And if you're not that... You won't be looking for it to happen, and maybe you'll realize it's always happened. Yeah. And if you're having difficult, or seeming difficulty, you come here, and the message will hopefully be the same year after year and after year, because the the quote-unquote solution hasn't changed. So how could the message change about it? That's its verification. It rings through for thousands of mythical years. The same invitation has been offered, Hasn't been doctored up or adulterated or turbocharged or extremely juiced up. It was just been a. It's always been available. If you read these scriptures, or if you, even way back past the Vedas and everything, they've always been pointing it out. Yeah, and and that's why those scriptures are so valid to this day because that has not changed. Therefore, the message around it hasn't changed. Yeah. you ever had something that really bothered you and then it stops? Doesn't it feel like it was never even happened after it stops? As soon as you move out of it, it's like you were never in it. That's exactly what it's like here. Just because this seems to have more time and more quote-unquote reality, because it's just dragging on, seemingly. And it seems to be happening to one fixed reference, Paul. But this fixed reference, even what's claiming to be it, the body, sure looks different than the Paul that was one year's old. And I think it looks a lot different right now than the Paul I was when I was 30. <coughs> so, so <coughs> even the reference point is changing quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> But just because it has time over it, just because we see a lot of things come and go and us stay there, yeah, that doesn't give us any more relevance which like an insect, you know, wakes up into existence at 9 in the morning, hurries up and eats and has sex and then dies at 11. So he has like a two-hour span and we go, Jesus, look at that. It sort of gives it a sense of unreality, like, fuck that, I'll step by that thing. I Anything. Mean, let's say if the insect lived 80 years and was called Bill and lived next year, you, you know, you'd have a different relationship with the insect. <clears throat> but because it's like a flash in the pan, now that doesn't give it relevance. So that feeling of being a long-lasting, separate, independent entity is really part of the selfing. This long-lastingness, we see a lot of things come and go, and there's a subtle assumption that we don't come and go. And that's why a lot of people are scared shit of dying, because they think they're going to end. Yeah. The whole point is, what's thinking it's going to end, and it can be totally, totally truthful to itself. I'm going to end. It never actually began. It's just a voice box talking as if it's a someone under here. Yeah? And from its relevant its relevant point, it's it's scared shit because it's going to hit a point where I haven't lived enough. It's never lived at all. All it is, it's Howard Cosell. It narrates a football game. It's never played a game in its life. I didn't. Oh, Howard, go out for a pass. Oh fuck, that's crazy. But there he is, pontificating about football. He never even fucking played. This is what the head is like. It pontificates as if it knows what's going on here. You know, I know who gave me this cold. Oh, you know know what I mean? I know it was my parents. They fucked me up. It's and then you get some kind of feel of false security. Oh yes, now I know I am fucked. But you're still fucked. You know, wouldn't you rather have an upgrade in a solution where if you knew the solution, you would be the problem would be solved? Yeah, I think I'd like that kind of solution. <coughs> exactly. Well, the thing is, so this I see the dilemma where someone says, "All right, well, from the solutions' point of view, the problem is imaginary, but obviously from the problems' point of view, and there is no solution problem really, just a way of explaining. From the problems' point of view, there's a need of a solution, a great need of a solution. Yes. So there's this contradictory thing because you got one foot in the ofness and you got one foot in the inness." And they're quite different, like water and oil. So the of rules don't seem to be applying in the in rule because this is our special little private Idaho here. We're dreaming. We're dreaming. We've excluded the possibility of allness everywhere at all times. We've excluded all this to put more of a spotlight on us as this separate, long-lasting, independent, separate entity. Now, we can have a God, but we don't want to be God. Yeah? We want to have a faith, but we don't want to, we don't want to be faith. Yeah. It's different. It's a different ball game. And this stubbornness, this stubbornness of bitching about gravity, all the other things that we can imply with that example. Well, what would happen if you got relief from it? How long would you stay in the anti-gravity chamber? Probably not long. You want to get right back here to tell everyone what it was like to be free from here. A simple message. I have total faith. I have total faith in mind. I do. I really, really believe when this comes seemingly to an end, it will be like there will be no one there to notice if it ended. There will be no reckon, recollection that ever freaking happened. Yeah. Just because it seems to have more time than other things, the same quality when you get rid of something or you get freed from something and you feel like in a day... It, I, I never even had that cold in a way. It's just like a vague story. But while its influence is there, you would do almost anything to get relief from it. Well, just a, just entertain the possibility that that's what it's like. Once you see that you're not the dreamt object, then you have a way to travel here as the dreamt object object, which I call it stabilizes into a long, long drawn out story of traveling lighter yes and I found what more do you want in here in this experiential level to me the greatest gift of all would be an ability to travel lighter to whatever whatever this thing has in store for me yes not trying to make you know everything great and because that doesn't work out because we're dealing with a split mind dreaming the mind is dreaming in a certain way that it has to have two sides of every coin in this realm Yeah. So there's love and hate, faith and fear. There's always going to be a contradiction. And there's no way you can cut. No matter how many times you slice that coin, there's still going to be two sides of it. You're never going to be able to get to it where there's only one side. Yeah, It's an impossibility. So that's just magical thinking. But to travel lighter over whatever life has in store for you, that's incredibly pragmatic. Yeah, And the greatest way I found was by entertaining the possibility, you may not be that which is assuming itself to be you. That's all. You'll have immunity to thoughts. You'll have immunity to the past and the future because they're brought to you by thoughts. You'll have an immunity that will build up and you'll be here because you realize you can't be anywhere else. So you're not making effort to be present. You know what I mean? I don't have... I don't have exercises. Oh, we're going to sit down with our, each other. We're going to look at each other for ten minutes. Just stare at each other. Oh, great, as an experience. But how many people are going to do that during the day? On the street? Oh, let's feel let's like we're here. Fuck, just know you're here. Know you can't be anywhere else. And then you'll, it, won't, it won't be based on a feeling. It'll be a fact. A fact, you're here. End of story. Get on with it. A fact, what you're thinking about is not happening. A fact, yeah, fact, 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 fact. Then you start seeing blue is blue and red and red and green and green. You get a clarity that you can't buy at any fucking retreat. It's not an experience. It's be it's past the experience. It's more. It's an overallness. Yeah, it will influence your experiences. But it can't be experienced. That's the value of it. yeah. Because if something can be experienced, it's going to come and go. yeah. If it can be an experience, then it's an object of experience, and then it's defined by rules that it's coming and going. <clears throat> if you had a constant experience, that wouldn't be an experience. Yes? If something was constantly going on, that's not an experience an experience is it wasn't happening, then it's happening, then it stops happening, hmm. like my body with this virus. It feels like the virus left, but it left some uh some embassies. <laughs> it's got some. It's got some special ops going on in my chest and everything. So, it, oh yeah, I'm free from the virus. But am I really? You know. <laughs> July Fourth, free from the virus. Yes. <laughs> I was at the retreat. I was free from the virus, oh yeah, sure. It just went into hibernation until you got out of the retreat. it was waiting for you. The solution can't be an experience or it will come and go. Yeah. And it's coming and going will just reaffirm the false idea that you're the thing that stays, yeah. That's why this doesn't mind experiences because it will outweigh experiences. An experience of bliss isn't going to last for ten years usually. So you, and then the story will: you were there before the bliss happened. You were there the whole time having the bliss, and now you're there after the bliss stops. Yeah. Once again, everything that's experienced is used to point out the experiencer. That's the bondage of self. <clears throat> it's not what you're experiencing; it's how you're experiencing. So, I'm going to keep it short today because I'm not. Yes, my body is fatigued. The body is fatigued. It's been under duress. And none of you called. I was very upset with my cult members. None of you. There was no soup at my door, not no oxtail soup, no office for like foot massages. Yes, yeah, disappointed. Oh you didn't know? Oh, I blame you for that, too. Ah. You should have known. You should have a pulse of how my condition is. I wouldn't have, Every day, it should be, how is Paul doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh. But who was sick first, see? I was sick before you were sick. Therefore, that's why I didn't call you. And if you would have called me, you probably wouldn't have gotten sick. True. See? There you go. Any questions today? Did I get it a little bit across, I hope?